right, thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. Her name is Sam Sorbo. She, of course, is an actress. She's a producer. She's an author. She's in everything, uh, basically. And all the stuff you do is stuff that I think Americans need to hear more about. Sam, how are you? Good to see you. Nice to meet you. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I understand we were both at Mar-a-Lago and you avoided me on purpose. Is that true? Kevin tells me that. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, I, ha- I have a thing about Italian guys. <laughs> is that what it is? Stay away from them at all costs. I don't blame you, to be honest with you. Uh, it's really nice to make your acquaintance here. Next time we're at the same shindig, let's say hello. Um, but I, pre- I appreciate you coming on. The movie is called Left Behind, and that's coming out just next month. What is Left Behind about? Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. It's about the tribulation, the the book of Revelation, the end of world, end of times uh, saga. And uh, this is just the next in the the series. And um, it's based, of course, on the best-selling books. And I'm not talking about the Bible, although those books are based on the Bible, (laughs) which is also an international bestseller. (laughs) From what I understand, the Bible does very well when it comes to selling uh, books. Um, When it comes to end times, I wonder if you want to opine on this for a second. It seems to me that every generation or every uh, millennium, every century, somebody but somebody says, yeah, the end's near. It's just about to happen. And of course, a lot of us feel like we're on the cusp of the revelation now and the end uh, end days as well. Uh, Do we get into that a lot in the movie? Does it refer to the feeling that that's coming, or is there something else going on in the storyline? The movie absolutely gets into that, although it it doesn't depict the end of time, but it does depict uh, scenes from the book of Revelations, which is the book of the end times. Um, As for people who live in the here and now, I I am uh, skeptical of people who say, oh, now it's it's right here. We're right there because yeah. honestly, we don't know when that time will come. And if you get caught up in the well, we're done now, you know, then yeah. what are you doing? You know what I mean? So I think you still have to stay in the fight and fight for good versus evil and keep at it until uh, until your your numbers up. What an amazing point. You're right. If If I think that the end days are a week away. Why do I care about anything today? Um, or we can fight good versus evil and, and keep that fight up until eventually when it happens, it'll happen. I love that that uh, instead of predicting it, live your life the right way. That's the message, right? That is the message, honestly. And and it's the message of the Bible. We're called to occupy. We're not called to just stand down and wait for, you know, the, the second rapture or whatever. You know, we're, we're just we're here to to occupy. So fight the good fight. And in fact, that's the grand adventure of life that I think that our kids are being deprived of by when they go to school and they're told that their lives have no value. They're just a collection of accidents and evolution is the truth and it's survival of the fittest. So bully or be bullied. You're either a victim or a victimizer, which is CRT in the classroom. Uh, The things that we do to children in the classrooms today is tantamount to child abuse, frankly. And, um, and it deprives children of that, that idea of the grand adventure of life, which is to, to be better tomorrow than you were today, you know, yeah. to do good for others and, um, and all of that. So Sam Sorbo, go to samsorbo.com, S-A-M-S-O-R-B-O.com. I'm guessing it's Samantha. Yes. It's not actually, but, really? um, and it's also not Italian. So well, I know that it's not Italian. You've already made it clear that you're not very happy with my people, but that's okay. <laughs> and I've got a daughter, Samantha. That's what I, why I asked. So she's my executive producer. Her name is also Sam. Um, so it's a great name either way, whether it's the full name or just Sam, that's fine. Um, it's a nickname. Uh, I was the fourth of four girls right? and they named me Sandra, but then they just started calling me Sam. I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. All right. Um, uh, by the way, you sound great. I know that you're hosting a podcast as well. Can they find the podcast at samsorbo.com? Everything's at samsorbo.com. Okay. So go there and make sure that you, let's jump into education some more. You just alluded to it. We're seeing um, family-friendly, children-friendly drag shows and drag <sighs> queens are reading to our kids. Now, 
I've never had an aversion to drag queens. I've never gone to a drag show. I know what it is. When I was a kid, I watched uh, um, a Betty Hill, a bunch of guys dressed up like women and ran around like idiots. I mean, I, I get it. Um, for me, if you said, what's a drag show two years ago? I would have said, oh, it's some guy trying to sound like and look like Barbara Streisand. Or it's some guy trying to look like or sound like Cher. It was never, let's go read to the kids and then twerk in front of them. And now they're really ramped it up, Sam. And these are being um, um, supported by local libraries that we pay for, by local schools that we pay for. Is there any such thing, in your opinion, I've already told you mine, as a, fr- a family-friendly drag show? C- can there be? No, absolutely not. It's it's not appropriate for children. It's it's barely appropriate for adults, yes. frankly. So I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I won't say I don't know what they're up to. It's very clear what they're up to, and I think that it's hard for good people to admit that the evil, that the depravity is as deep as it as it is, right. and as blatant as it is. But this is um, this is uh, child abuse to subject children to this kind of thing and to um, to pervert them at such a young age when they have no uh, no defenses against it is is really uh, uh, evil. It it really is evil. And I'm not saying that drag queens per se are evil themselves. Right. But when they try to infect children with false ideology with lies. And um, and of course, this all feeds into the whole transgender movement. And I don't know if you saw, but at, um, I'm trying to remember which um, which medical institution it was where the person. Get, and by the way, it's all of them uh, at this point. The yeah. person was giving a presentation and saying, if you can convince a young person to be transgender, then that is a, you know, a life total of X amount of medical bills for which you will bill. This is a windfall for us. Yes. So the more young people you can convince to to be transgender and go on the hormone blockers and do the uh, surgical castration and the 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 surgeries the the um, the medical castration and the surgeries that uh, that they require, then th- then they become lifelong uh, consumers of your product. Yes, this is abuse. It, this it, is, it is enslavement. And we ought to call it out for what it is. It's disgusting to me. And it breaks my heart that that people are sending their children to government schools that that actually, and by the way, in the in the new uh, bill that they just passed, the funding bill, they've got what is it um uh, uh, like eighteen eighteen some odd billion dollars that are going to um, education. Much of it will be going to this kind of woke agenda to um to pervert. Our youth. There's a lot of talk about DEI. There's a lot of talk about ESG. A lot of talk about about equity in this bill that not one Republican should have said yes to, but of course, like 17 or 18 did, because they're not. It's a uniparty. They do whatever they want to do with our money, and even if they don't have enough money, they borrow some more and they get it from our kids and grandkids. Um, you're right about about drag queens and drag shows. If you want to go to that, you and I are adults. We can go to that. I've never gone. I'm guessing you never have gone, but it's available to us. But a five year old has no choice. And then when mom brings the five-year-old or the 10-year-old or the 12-year-old to the drag show, like in Austin, Texas, 50 miles away from where I'm sitting, that just happened and some video was released, it is grotesque. It is beyond adult content. It is, uh, and I'm going to use the word, it's grooming this 12-year-old to think this is somehow normal when it's not. And it's compulsory for you and I to pay the taxes that pay for these schools or that pay for these facilities that are hosting these things, and we have no say. So what do we do about it, Sam? Uh, let's stop paying taxes. Okay. I, I'm with you. I'm going to stop today. That'll well, the problem out. is we stop paying taxes, then they, then they borrow the money. Yes. And they stick the IRS on you. And you as an individual have very little power, right? 
uh, it's the federal government's got all the power now. And what what's happened is, honestly, it started with our education system, okay, which is not a system of education. It's a system of indoctrination, yes. and the indoctrination is for the government and against God, okay? So what we have now is we have a populace that has not been educated. They've been schooled to believe that government is the answer in a nation where by its founding – it invested all the power in the people. Yes. Now the people believe that all the power is actually invested in the government and the government likes it that way. And the only way to take back the power is to start educating your children yourself. That's the only way to do right. it. And so that's what I train parents to do because it's, it's, we are, we are people now, we are a largely unparented society. The schools have stolen the, the, um, the family have stolen the institution of family from our culture because it serves the government. There's a, there's a, an abject conflict of interest between a government and the education system. And the government should not be involved in education. Full stop. We should shut down the DOE tomorrow. Yes. Yep. And we should stop funding it. And then we should think very long and hard about how involved we want each state government to be in the education of its citizens, because we will we we are losing our freedoms. As you see, they're just sort of eking out and they all go. And then there's there's no recourse. So now we have a government that's spending completely out of control and people are like, well, I don't know. What are we going to do? Well, you know, time's almost up. You got to do something. We got to vote these people out of office. We have to hold them accountable for their votes. And by the way, I mean, the whole system is now rigged so that they no longer. So the, the Republicans that voted for this bill, they're going to come out and say, well, here are the good things about the bill. Right. But you know what? If I give you a glass of water and I tell you that it's it's nice cold water, by the way, there's a little bit of poop in it. Are you still going to drink it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of poop in this bill. No, there, there, we there should is. not be drinking this. I could not agree with you more. What a what a great analogy. And you're right about what you said. Not only does government want to be the parent, and Obama, when he was in office, literally said, you know, don't worry about it. You know, turn turn to Obama and see what you can do for your president, and we'll take care of you. Basically giving the message, and this has happened for a long time, that guys, you can you can plant your seed anywhere you want and go do whatever you want because we'll, we'll raise the kid. And now they also want to be God. Sam, they want to be God. They took God out of class and now want to be the higher power. And they're yes. mad that you and I have a different higher power than central That's government correct. that we fund. That's correct. I, I said before, it's not that the left doesn't believe in God. They believe in God. They think they are God yeah, exactly and they are right. a jealous God. And that's why when they shut down churches during COVID, you weren't allowed to go to church to pray. You needed to pray to the government. Please let me out of my house. Yeah. Yep. It's disgusting. <laughs> and, and, and here we are. And the pastors are somnambulant. They're barely awake. They're not paying attention and they're going along with it because they're so afraid. They're so motivated by fear. And the government has done a great deal to, um, to uh, inject fear into the narrative. Yeah. And we have to stop listening to that. And we need to be less fearful, more courageous, and more active, frankly. And you know what? I really want to encourage people, you know, talk about these things with people that you mean. I was just at the, the post office, and there was a guy there talking about how um, the government's just sort of out of control. Um, he said, because, you know, politicians are bought. And I, and I, I just said, wait. You think somebody buys politicians? You think politicians are bought? That can't be. They wouldn't <laughs> sell out for the for for a measly sum of money. No way. Uh, yeah, maybe, right? Yeah. 
Well, I, and these I, are things that we should talk about, and I'm we should you. get people involved. Well, that's the problem. They government shut down everything, and for a short period of time, makes sense. A couple of weeks, then start open things up. No, it ended up being years, a couple of years, and they made us all wear yeah. masks, and kids couldn't go to school. So they took away the ability for you to talk to that person at the post office. And if we're not talking to our neighbors, then government can then say, well, you know, Sam Sorbet doesn't like you because you're this this ancestry, or doesn't like you because you believe in this when it comes to abortion, or doesn't like you because um, you go to that church, she goes to this church, whether it's true or not doesn't matter because we're not talking to each other. If we communicate with each other, we find out we agree on 80% plus of everything and then we can argue about 20% of it. But put the mask on, don't talk to each other. You couldn't buy a pizza in New York until you proved that you had a, a shot in your arm, which doesn't make any sense. But that's really what it is. They saw a serious crisis, didn't let it go to waste and really ramped up their control. But you're saying, and I agree with you, we can take the control back by educating kids at home. Tell me about your yeah. your educate your underground education academy, which I hadn't heard about until today. Fill me in. So it's basically an emancipation project. Nice. Uh, I'm trying to emancipate us from this the enslavement of the public schools. And by the way, public schools and uh, some many most I would say private schools, because frankly, it's all throughout the curriculum now. Uh, and and they buy their curricula from the same providers. And so, you know, when we were talking about Common Core before, but of course now it's gone. It's it's gone warp speed. Um, we've got the CEI or the DEI. You were saying we've got um, CRT. Yes. Uh, uh, the 1619 Project, which is false history. It's right? fake, right? Yeah. Right. right? And, and by the way, they're moving everything online, which will prevent the parents from seeing it. Um, they're moving it online so that they can so that they can then lock kids in rooms again. I mean, this is all it's all child abuse. School actually is child abuse at this point. And so why subject your child to that? If you are a freedom loving individual, I can show you how easy it is to home educate. It's literally easier. It's easier than you ever dared imagine it could be. But but more importantly, it's actually more rewarding than you ever dared to dream it could be. And I can show you how, because it's the preservation of the family. It's the preservation of the relationship that you have with your children. So I was on uh, Glenn Beck the other day, and I said to him, you know, we believe that teenagers rebel. We just believe that teens, that that's completely normal, that they rebel. It's only normal because they went to school. True. It's only normal. Right. Because they went to school. It's such a great so point. I, but, but I raised three teenagers. Yeah. My teens never rebelled. And it's not because I rule with an iron fist. It's because we have that relationship. They never needed to rebel. Well, I think that it's excellent advice and it's incredible uh, insight because a lot of people do just assume that that happens. Um, uh, my kids By the all way, go, my teenagers are more staunchly conservative than, than I am. Well, that's well, they it's awesome. Things. Well, good. No, I love that. <laughs> and, and, and again, I don't think that we do just as a matter of course in life expect that people will have to do a certain thing at a certain age. But but you're right, because in school, that's the age where they start questioning mom and dad because of what they're hearing in the public school that we're forced to pay for. People listening and watching right now, Sam, are yelling at the screen going, yeah, but I have to work two jobs. Yeah, but I can't possibly homeschool my kid. Yeah, but Sam Sorbo has a better life or, or easier life financially than I do, or so does Joe Pags. Therefore, they can talk about this all they want, but we can't really do this. What's your response to that? Can they really do it? Of course they can. And I know single mothers who have homeschooled their children. Okay. Nice. Working moms who have homeschooled their children. There is a way to get it done. Don't, don't let, don't become a victim. Okay. You're the, you're the creator of your life. You're the driver of your story. And so if you want that relationship with your child and you don't want to sacrifice it on the altar of convenience or, you know, the public school, whatever that might be, 
then then you create the story. Maybe you have to change jobs. Maybe you have to find some alternative childcare for when you're working. But the idea that you can't invest two hours a day in your child because you're working full time is absurd. You can work full time and invest two hours a day in your child. Absolutely. And which is, by the way, I worked full time. I didn't work outside the home, but I worked full time when I was raising my kids and educating them at home, all three of them. It's just not that big a lift. The only reason that you think you can't is because you went to school and they taught you how inadequate and inept you are. That is the sole competency of our school system today is to teach us how incompetent we are. Believe me, I was there. I went through this. It's taken me over 10 years to get to where I am today. And it took my kids teaching me to get to where I am today. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, your children are gifted intrinsically with a, with a sense of curiosity that will drive their learning spirit. That curiosity is killed in the schools. That's why we think education is so hard, is because the schools teach us how hard it is. Don't try this Such at home, point. kids. Such a good and point. And it's a terrible, this is a disaster. And so you want to set your child free from that. And you want to trust that your child will be able to discern what their giftings are, where they should focus, because they will, they can. It's an amazing thing. And when you, when you unlock this a tremendous secret, right, when you unlock it, you go, you, you start to get angry that the schools would so so easily try to steal this joy from you and you didn't even know it was there. And that's why they and keep it a secret. Gift. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, actress, author, podcast host, go to samsorbo.com. Find out uh, uh, more about her books called The Playbook for Home Learning, also Words for Warriors. Uh, I can't wait to see this movie left behind next month. Sam, we're frankly out of time. Will you come back again soon? I'd love to. And have a very Merry Christmas to you, Kevin, and the family. And we'll talk to you very soon, okay? Thanks a lot. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. At samsorbo.com, Sam put in a special promo code for her learning academy. Go to samsorbo.com, click on Academy, and you can put in Joe Pags and get a special deal. J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Get 50% off right now. Samsorbo.com. Go do that. Another big hour coming your way. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.